0: and ah, have breakfast that's right okay and you have 18 this. Uh-huh. and i've given you a, a little apple at least take the girl out not less than twice i am even going to do a lot more work for you to make it easier your simple task was to convince this young lady to follow you you, at the, 14th. you the ladies out there I, I believe you agree with me good things don't come easy ladies me <laughs> Remember, tickets are selling for 700 Ghana CDs for the concert and then f- to wine, dine and all the experience plus a night stay at the Plush Labadi Beach Hotel is 2000 Please come get your ticket. You don't want to miss out. What's, what are people talking about on social media? Perhaps? So people are talking about Clean Ghana uh, Campaign, Joy Clean Ghana Campaign. A man was found defecating on the beach and was arrested by AMA officials and people have been reacting to that video. And Naneke says, let him clean the place every day for a while and he will become an advocate for sanity. Person, they squat small, you they come arrest them. Ah, and Latte Lawson says that is the reason why Ghana must get sanitation courts. Anyone who commits an offense must be arrested. And Adu Achimpong says it's a play, it's a waste of time. Let him clean that place for a month. And the last one is Ebina, who says he will never repeat this in his life again. And that's it for the Midian News Thanks so much for your company. I am MFA Pau, Dr. Mental Bill has living with. <laughs> Hello, I am Michael. And I run the shop just down the road from your house. You know? The one you always come to when you need things like milk, sugar, Gary, and other things. I'm also your cow Bank agent with whom you can do all your banking transactions. So the next time you visit my shop to get anything, just remember that you can now open your cow Bank Snap account right here. Make cash deposits and withdrawals. Transfer funds and also pay your bills easily. All you need to open an account is any valid national ID and your fingerprint. Just look out for your Cal Bank in your neighborhood. or Look out for any registered Cowbank agent sign and enjoy easy banking with Cowbank agent's banking. Contact us toll free on 0800 500 500 or visit www.cowbank.net for more information. Cowbank agent's banking, your neighborhood bank. Cowbank There's only one place to set your mood right when it's a Friday night. The Weekend Warmer with DJ Black. All the hot throwbacks, all the hottest tracks, all the life on Everything that's gonna make you laugh and put your moves right on a Friday. The Weekend Warmer on Joy 99.7 FM with DJ Black. 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Here. Yeah. Slamming and breaking down the hits with DJ Black on the Weekend Warmer. Weekend Warmer. Yes, my people. Yes, Weekend Warm-Up with DJ Black. On Joy FM. Everybody to go Becca. I'm inviting you all on the 14th of February to come through to the Labadi Beach Hotel. It's going to be 7 p.m. It is the love experience. Come along, let's have fun, let's enjoy, and come meet me in Kupna. Kwabna as we give you amazing performances. 14th of February, Labadi Beach Hotel, 7 p.m. See you all there. To buy your tickets for the love experience with Becca and Kupna Kupna via Momo, just dial star 920 star 50 hush. Select the buy ticket option and select option. To I'm here because of music. And if not for music, I can actually point in blank say that I wouldn't be here if not for music. Music actually nurtured me. I mean, I've met a lot of people. Fans means a lot to me. Before you get a hit song out there, the number of people that love the movements, the number of people that actually want to be a part of your story, and those are the people we call fans. The social impact is actually 100% based on motivation. I mean, the things I put out there, I mean, how I inspire people, and my music is like a vehicle where people... Join and direct them to I mean, specific places they want to be. Sometimes. Work. Hi, a rock style Carbon Region, and I'm here for the music, for the fun, and for the impact. This is my party. Number one, Three music awards. Here for the music. Join 99.7 FM. On the globe transforming lives into legacies. Live in word with Pastor Mensa Otoville. And now today's word. So sometimes it may not be you having a big moment like Moses. It may be you are just them managing your own affair and you are discovered. You're discovered. And that's how people rise into leadership. Some will discover David. Third, Joseph. How was Joseph called? Joseph received a private revelation. Genesis chapter 37 from verse 5 to 7. Now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. And he said to him, Please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There we were. <laughs> oh God, Jesus, Joseph, why should he say that? There we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold my sheaf arose and stood upright. And indeed your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. This is not what you tell your brothers, but Now Joseph had a, a dream. Now, whatever that dream is, we don't know. But he interpreted it to mean that he's going to rise above his brothers. So here is somebody who has a moment in his life where he, he encounters something that gives him the confidence that he will be great. So for, for Joseph, there's no burning bush There's no prophet Samuel. It's just a personal conviction based on what he has seen that he will be great in the future. So there are people who receive their call that way. There's no prophet coming to them. There's no burning bush. But they just believe that they will rise and become great. And that's how Joseph received his calling. And he rose up eventually after many years of trouble to become that. Let's look at Elisha. How did Elisha receive his calling? He received the calling from his mentor. First Kings, chapter nineteen, verse fifteen and sixteen. This is God speaking to Elijah, J. Elijah. So God said to Elijah. Go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Hazael as king of Assyria. Also, you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king of Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. Then verse 19. So he departed from there and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him and he was with the twelve. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. Elisha was called by Elijah. His mentor. Now when you read the passage, it will seem as if they didn't know each other, but I think you get an impression that there was already a relationship between Elijah and Elisha because God says to, to him, go and anoint Ahazel anoint Jehu and anoint Elisha as your successor. So Elijah goes around with his mantle and puts his mantle, his, his cloth, the prophetic mantle, throws it on Elisha and walks away. And Elisha takes off, stops his business and follows Elijah. Did he see a burning bush? No. Did he even receive a call, come and follow me? No. Somebody just threw a mantle on him and he deduced, I must follow this man. This is when a mentor places a demand on you. So, one of the things people have to understand, especially those in the ministry, people are not all called the same way. God called Abraham. Abraham called Isaac. God didn't call Isaac. Abraham called Isaac. God called Abraham. Abraham calls Isaac. The way God deals with first generation is not always the same way as he deals with second generation. You cannot say, Well, Abraham, you heard from God, so I'm not going to follow. I'm also going to go to to air of the Chaldees and start my journey from air of the Chaldees, then maybe I'll hear a voice from God. No, the call doesn't come the same way. All right. Number five. Nehemiah. How did Nehemiah receive his call? Nehemiah received a personal Bedding. And this is how he himself records it. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Makalia. it came to pass in the month of Chislev in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the citadel. That Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived and the captivity concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the survivors who left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down. Its gates are burned with fire. Verse 4. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. That's how Nehemiah had his call. He was a good public servant, working, And then he hears troubling news about Jerusalem. It creates a burden for him. He starts praying and fasting about it. And he rises up to go to Jerusalem. Did God speak to him? No, he had a burden. So sometimes people receive a burden simply by what is happening around him. Maybe one day you're walking through uh, Accra and you see a, a small boy trying to cross the street all by himself. And something just hits you and you go home, you can't get the image of that boy out of your mind. that what will happen to him? Where is he going? Who is his mother? How come he's all by himself? And you pray and pray and think about it. The next time you try to find out how do I create a center for street boys? Now, how did you get a call? God spoke to you. No. Did you see a burning bush? No. Did a prophet say it? No. Did somebody put a mantle on you? No. You just saw something that burdened your heart and you entered and step in to solve the problem. Was it a legitimate call? Yes. As legitimate as Moses? Yes. He didn't see a bush? Yes. But he heard news. And sometimes all you do is hear something that burdens you. And you just feel, I must do something about this. I must solve this problem. I must... Sometimes, maybe you just came to church and, and just stood in church. And started crying. Because you're watching people walking in and out. Walking in and out. And you start crying. What can I do for these people? And all of a sudden an idea is born in your heart. To do something. Or sometimes maybe you see a a mother with a child at the back. And she's pregnant. She has a child. She's carrying one child. One child at the back. and, and, And you just stand there crying. And you wonder why am I crying? I don't even know her. Something has been birthed in your spirit. A call is being born out of you. And if you would follow that call, you'll be amazed what God will use that little burden in your heart to accomplish. Have you wept about situations that don't concern you? Have you heard something that burdened your heart? Have you heard something that really made you feel like I must do something about it? It could be a calling. It could be a calling. Last one is Esther, Esther's calling. Esther received a public demand, a demand from the people. Esther chapter 4. Esther is a queen, I enjoy her life, and then there's trouble. Her people are about to be killed. So chapter 4, verse 13 to 14. Then Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your heart that you escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is when people begin to demand you to play a role. You didn't want to do it, but everybody says, Come and help us. Stand for us. Be our leader. Speak for us. We need you. That's what has happen, happened to Esther. Left to her, she's not going to do anything about this. But now, a burden is placed on her. People demand from her. So I've shown you six different ways that people have been called. Were they all used by God? Yes. Did they do profound things? Yes. Did they achieve greatness? Yes. Were they all called the same way? No. Did they all see a vision? No. Did they all see a burning bush? No. So look at yourself and ask yourself, can I relate to any of these six? Was there a moment in my life when I really feel by any of these experiences that this is what my life is supposed to be about? And sometimes the calling comes because somebody fails. And you are called to serve. If Saul had been successful, there would be no David. Sometimes your calling is a substitute calling. You were on the substitution bench. And the guy on the field was messing up the team. So the coach says, get him out and get you in. And you step in and score the winning goal. Sometimes somebody's failure will be the time for you to rise. When God calls you like David and says, Saul is messed up, you go and fix it. Many people who have been successful in life were like David. Somebody messed up. And in the twinkling of an eye, they were asked to replace and they performed and the rest as they say is history your call can come in any of these ways everybody who becomes a leader in a profound way has gifts but at a certain point in their lives they felt this I I would say that my calling came very close to the way Joseph's calling came. Just deep in my heart knowing by certain indications what my life is supposed to be. Nobody threw a mantle on me. I didn't see a burning bush. I haven't seen one. I prayed for a long time to see one. Didn't see one. I tried to see nothing. But at a point in my life, and I can tell exactly that point, when I believe without any shadow of doubt what my life was all supposed to be about. And I believe what I had to do, just like Joseph, from the heart. Now, for some people, it will be somebody putting a mantle on you. For some people, it will be because somebody failed, so you step in. For some people, it could be like Esther. Everybody's saying, Listen, stand out, do it, do it. For some, it's like Nehemiah, you start weeping over a situation. But each one of them, at a point in their lives, knew that they had a calling to step into leadership. So what do you do? And let me conclude with this. What do you do? All calls respond to a need all calls respond to a need. Every call is necessitated by a need. Without a need there is no calling. Without sickness there will be no need for a doctor. Without lack of knowledge there will be no need for a teacher. Without sin there is no need for the preaching of the gospel. Every call is there to meet a need. So once God calls you, you have to know that you, you are necessary. You are needed. All calls demand a response when God calls you a call has to be responded to you can either say yes to your calling yes to your gifts or no to it or you can say I don't know this is one case where no and I don't know are the same if God calls you and you say yes you enter you say no He may wait on you, or he'll pick somebody else to do what you're supposed to be doing. If you delay the response to the call, you may not reach your efficient level. Because callings have to do with times and season.